Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode of the Bleed and Loss podcast is brought to you our friend, by our friends at FOCO. If uh, you go to the description uh, for this year podcast on whatever platform you're listening to, there's a link. Click on that. It'll take you over to FOCO's website and uh, just add whatever you want to your cart and uh, come checkout time, a discount will be applied. And uh, that's just, just for being a listener to the Bleed and Loss podcast. So, uh, so again, huge thanks to FOCO.com. Uh, if you don't know what FOCO is... Uh, they uh, they handle all the fandom, bobbleheads, knickknacks, office stuff, shirts, anything you can th- think of for your fandom, they have it. And uh, they've been killing it with these World Series bobbleheads, so uh, so definitely check out their website, foco.com. Like I said, in order to get that deal, you need to go to the link in the description for this podcast, click on that, and it'll direct you to their website. Terms and conditions do apply. Please see their website for more details. Again, huge thanks to Foco. And uh, lastly, uh, Bleed Los. Somehow we still haven't been sued, but BleedLos.com, they have all the shirts that you can think of if you're a Dodgers fan. The uh, I talk about it a lot. The uh, Joe Kelly Fight Club shirt, that's the move. That's the one. So uh, they have that. If you go to their website and uh, you add whatever you want from their website to your cart and you add the uh, promo code BleedLos10, you will save 10% on your purchase. Uh, and again, that's a courtesy of uh, being a listener to this here podcast. So huge thanks to Bleed Loss. And again, bleedloss.com, Bleed Loss Pod. You will save 10%. Terms and conditions always apply. Please see their website for more details. Big thanks to Bleed Loss for the consideration. And lastly, you guys, the fans. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for rating. Uh, we, you know, we really appreciate the support. Uh, so please, please keep it up. We really appreciate it. Uh, but on that note, Here's another edition of the Bleed Loss Podcast. your boys Alonso y Juan I am uh I, I am still uh uh shedding my tears from uh, the ring ceremony it was beautiful especially because nothing made me feel better than uh than Clayton Kershaw Clayton Kershaw going out there and and just the, the joy in his face aside from the fact that it was a hundred carats of diamonds that were just staring him in the face he finally got his ring how, how you know tell me Juan tell me about how you felt uh, watching that and uh, and your general takeaway because it's been 32 years. You know, it's funny. I did not think it was going to be an emotional experience. I, I, I really, I thought it was just going to be great. You know, everybody's celebrating. We are the champions. We get to say that all season long. We are the champs. But I think it speaks more about just how great sports is. And, and, and I say sports because, you know, you see families go to other sports, basketball, football, but I don't know, maybe it's just me because baseball is my favorite sport, but it feels like with baseball, it's even more emotional. Whenever I go to a baseball game, 
you, you see fans and you see young fans, you see young kids wearing their jerseys and, and you see parents explaining to their kids, you know, how to play the game, the rules about the game. And, and then you start, you know, building a bond. I don't know how many kids are, well, who's your favorite team? My favorite team is the Dodgers. Why are you a Dodger fan? Because my dad's a Dodger fan. Because my mother's a Dodger fan. Because everyone in the family, we are Dodger fans. So I don't know if it's that family bond thing that happens, not only just with your immediate family, but when you follow a team for as long as you have, they almost are like members of your family. So when you see them finally achieve a goal that they've been working so hard towards, when you, you see them get the recognition, it feels good. I mean, and guess what, people? It's so much better to pimp other people than just to be a hater. So to be able to just pimp that Kershaw finally got a ring, and I know that a lot of people you know, pointed out, and even players themselves, we're happier to see Kershaw get the ring than themselves. But I got to tell you, I was happy to see Justin Turner win. I was happy to see him get, get his ring because that guy's got a great story. That guy started playing for the Mets and the Mets didn't even get a chance. When he signed with the Dodgers, he signed with a minor league contract. Nobody was expecting anything from him. And all of a sudden he got the opportunity to play and he became a star for the Dodgers. So, be able, so to be able to see those guys get rings, to see them live through the failures that they went through and to finally re reach the top of that pinnacle, it, it was super emotional. And it, it, was, it was one of those things where, yeah, I think you remember the last time, oh, the last time the Dodgers won this. You, I think for me, the reason why it was emotional, it, it just, it brought me back to, to family. It, it it reminded me of spending time with the family and, and celebrating. One thing I will say, as you speak of their story, a dude that I feel like doesn't get the props that he deserves, if you will, uh, but he should, and they should be louder, is uh, Chris Taylor. Chris Taylor, similar to Mr. Turner, uh, didn't have all that great of a, of a chance, if you will, with his prior team. And then he gets traded to the, to the Dodgers and it's just whatever happened happened and, and the rest is history right and and chris taylor has, has been a, a grinder and a roughneck as, as as we call some of those guys in the game and he got his ring you know he went out and 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 he also contributed to the ring right it wasn't just you know mookie betts it wasn't just cody bellinger it wasn't just julio diaz who will always be enshrined as the dude that got the last out you know it, it was it was that but also a guy that i feel like that that has a sense of vindication i guess if you will is Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts has been roasted and flamed and berated by Dodgers, you know, Twitter, internet, fandom, whatever, for the better parts of the last, what, five years, something like that. I mean, they could talk all that trash that they want, but now my man has a ring. So it's one of those things where it's like, hey, I got, we, we did it. We did it. We got a ring and, and we were able to, to move on. But I will say this though, the Dodgers adding the, uh, the the favorite player of each of these guys to video tribute that was a nice touch that's a great touch because it, it brings you back to the human element of family as you said because i remember as a kid you know my dad built a mound in the backyard you know for when i started pitching and i would go out there and just being that imaginative little kid always you know oh it's game seven of whatever world series you know i'm pitching against you know the yankees because i hate Derek jeter 
And you're, you're, you just envision that stuff. Right. And as a kid, you dream of that to get to that level. And, and now those guys were not only, you know, fulfilling that lifelong dream, but also their favorite player as a kid is giving them a personalized message. That's cool. Like for me, that was one of those, like the Dodgers obviously are, are, are a class organization, but that, that shows their class just because they, they pulled all those strings to make those happen. So I feel like that was a nice touch. Uh, and also the, uh, the touch of having Tommy's daughter introduce Dave Roberts uh, as the, you know, the, the last manager to the current uh, that, that got a ring. I mean, the Dodgers, they did a fantastic job with that ring ceremony. Yeah, no, absolutely. And then, uh, I mean, the rings were just fantastic. I don't know if you've guys gotten a chance to see, but the, if you open up the box to those rings, there's a video highlight on top, a highlight video in there. I mean, they did not, they didn't, uh, they did not nickel in time on those rings. And now, you know, it's funny to me. I understand now why when people say they want the ring, right. They, because not only it's, it just, it symbolizes, you know, the, what they accomplished that year, but damn, those rings are nice. And, and, and the way the Dodgers presented them, I think it was fantastic. So I think, yeah, the Dodgers, again, I, I can't point out enough to other fans, how spoiled we really are to be Dodger fans, especially with this, with this, uh, with this ownership group, I, I feel like I can't think of a time that they've messed up. I can't think of one where they had, they had a misstep. I'm sure there has, I'm sure there has been, but I, I the way they handled this, you're right. I raise your hand. If you knew that Ichiro spoke Spanish, I had no idea. I, I, I had no I, idea. I, I thought that was so great. And then also <laughs> Got to give it up to the Dodger fans. Uh, how many of you heard uh, Alex Rodriguez get booed? You know, <laughs> so, it, I mean, leave it up to Dodger fans, right? I mean, the, the reputation that they get for not being like baseball fans, again, that we show up in the third inning and we leave in the seventh. I, I, it was just a very classy interview. Not, not, I mean, ceremony. Also, hey, they gave David Price a ring. They had David Price opted out, right? I don't think. Do you think the Dodgers were obligated to give him a ring? So they're not obligated. They so anyone that's on the forty man receives a ring, and uh, and so they they all get them regardless, right? That's just you know the the courtesy. I, I feel like it was a it was a nice gesture uh, for them to do that, but also it's a fan, even more you know nice gesture, if you will. They're topping each other, for lack of a better term that David Price is going to auction that off to benefit the Players Alliance. That's fantastic. Um, you know, but it, that shows you the kind of guy that David Price is, though. Uh, you know, but I mean, it's the, the Dodgers, you know, everything that I've, that, that's, that's been said about being a class organization has been said about the Dodgers, period, end of story. And this just further solidified their class as, as far as the, the, you know, the stories. Uh, but by the way, Ichiro, so I've met Ichiro a handful of times. I've asked him to sign a ball for me and stuff like that. Had no idea the man spoke Spanish at all. Um, and, and it's one of those things where, where, where that was cool, you know, just to, to, for him to flame Edwin Rios too, in his own like congratulatory video. Well, well done Ichiro. But uh, you know, and, and it was funny that A-Rod got booed. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Well, uh, the other thing that I thought was funny was that Julio chose uh, Big Papi. You know, and 
it was interesting for me that he chose Big Poppy, and, and I wonder if Mookie was considering Big Poppy, considering their Boston ties. Right. But it was great to see the, the who they chose uh, to make those presentations, and it was just one of those things. I never saw that coming. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, I wonder, what do you think? Are they going to keep that banner up after next year? Or do you think that banner is just up for this year? Uh, I think in a traditional sense, it's just up for the year. Uh, but assuming they don't repeat, I mean, I, I would assume that it would, it would just be hung elsewhere. Um, I think it's on the concourse where they have all that stuff. I might be wrong. Yeah, yeah, they, they have it there. So that's why I was just curious to see, are they going to keep that flag up? Because if you go to other stadiums, they have their flags up mm-hmm. from, well. Except Yankee to- Stadium. If you go down to Disneyland, Disneyland hangs division winnering and wild card banners. So you can go down there and watch those. Well, I mean, listen, uh, I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> I think it was, <laughs> was a Florida State or Florida, one of those colleges that like put up a, a regular season uh, banner because they couldn't play in the tournament because of COVID. I'm not a fan of those. Uh, I, you know, it, it's one of those things where where I feel like if, if the Dodgers are going to keep them on the concourse, that's where it belongs. Put it there. Like the, I think it's the White Sox or not the White Sox. The Cubs have all their, uh, their, their stuff hanging. The Yankees don't because where would they put them? Uh, so it's one of those things where I feel like that's, that's one of those traditions. That's cool where they don't have banners. You know what I mean? They have the plaque for the championship and that's that. And that's one of my favorite traditions of baseball where instead of like when you go to like to basketball arenas, aside from uh Staples center and uh, uh, I forget the name of where the Celtics play, they have, Western Pacific division champions, you know, they have all that jazz, but not one title, you know, an actual championship, unless it's Staples Center. Right. Uh, Or like the Clippers, what did the Clippers do? They wanted to to cover the banners. They did cover the banners. The Clippers, whenever they had, when Doc Rivers was coaching them, they would, uh, when it was a Clippers home game, they would cover the Lakers banners. They wouldn't cover Taylor Swift's banner that's (laughs) hanging up at Staples Center, but they covered the Lakers. So. That'll well, tell you something. And Roger, uh, I know for you, it's more of a personal thing because you you fought tooth and nail to get uh, the McCourts. Uh, you know, you began that uh, that revolution uh, to uh, to get them out, and now this ownership group delivered on uh, on on what they promised to bring a championship to LA. But most importantly, you know th- that's an ownership t- group that uh, that that did the right thing, and uh, they didn't do any of the things that the McCourts did. So. Just kind of curious to hear from you going from all of that to where we are now. How did, uh, how did the ring ceremony make you feel? Honestly, I, I, I missed a lot of it. We were cutting up some tacos and, and had a bunch of onions just in the house and we had the door <laughs> open and a bunch of dust was coming in. So it was hard to actually see the ceremony, but, but yeah, I mean, it, you know, it felt good, you know, to, to see these guys finally, finally get that that ring you know some of these guys have been there you know for the last you know five six years you know they went to two world series one that um was stolen blatantly stolen from us and then finally you know conquering that that hill that mountaintop um so it was definitely very special you know um again those those um those presentations were were pretty cool i mean you know, like you said the ones that stood out you know Definitely the, the one that stood out to me was a Bronson Arroyo, the one-time Dodger Bronson Arroyo. 
um, was this Walker Bueller one. So that one was pretty cool. And then getting John Smoltz to congratulate the Dodgers. That's that was awesome. also very cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, so getting, you know, also the same thing with A-Rod, getting him to congratulate the Dodgers, which is all pretty cool. So, I mean, I think they definitely, um, you know, took it up and, you know, stepped it up a notch. You know, it'd be interesting to see now what other teams and what the Dodgers do next year when they repeat, you know, how are they going to top this one? Um, but, yeah, it was very, very cool. Like I said, you know, I wish I could have seen more, but all these damn onions in the house. Onions are real, dude, onions are sons of bitches. They really are, especially so when ring you, ceremonies are on. For those who didn't get to watch that ceremony, uh, is Sportsnet LA going to be, you know, playing that on a loop or is there any other way? I Because I really thought they would put it out on their social media, but I, I haven't seen anything. I believe they put it on their YouTube page. They did put it on their YouTube. Okay, so for those of you who didn't get a chance, I really strongly encourage that you go and just for anything, just to see those player introductions, because it was it was it was it was like I said, it was something I did not expect. And it was, I think, totally out of the box thinking by whoever came up with that idea. And, you know, let me ask you guys this. Even though the stadium was only at half capacity, was that enough for you as a fan? Or did you do you still need that parade to really celebrate that championship? A parade would be cool. I I feel like this is way better. If there's one thing I didn't like about this before I before I lean into it real quick because it ties into it. I feel bad for the Nats because they didn't get to do this as much as 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 it pains me to say that because obviously they beat the Dodgers. But I mean, that's one of the things that comes with the championship is the, you know, the ring ceremony and they didn't get to, to do it this way. Right. And that's unfortunate. And it's also just a, 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 a twist of fate that they are the first team at the ravine when the Dodgers get their ring. So I'm sure, you know, on that other side, they were kind of like, damn, this would have been sick, but you know, be that as it may, you know, it, it's one of those things where, where, uh, it, the Dodgers, I feel like no matter how we go about it, I, I feel like they couldn't have done it any better uh they 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 stepped up to it and then the fans you know with the limited capacity of fans that they have i feel like it it was enough you know because you still had the voice and the roar of of the fans there right or her size was said at best i can't remember i think it was uh it might have been a hit or a home run i can't remember but even oral himself said it's oh that sounds so nice to hear that crowd cheering for the scoring of the run you can feel the rumble of of the fans Um, and it's true because, you know, they were piping noise in and that just doesn't do you any justice. So I feel like, you know, given the circumstances, I, I feel like it was done perfectly. And the only thing that would just make it better, which would be the cherry on top, would be a parade. And I hope and I hope personally that it's a co-parade with them and the Lakers. That would be nice. I mean, babyface, was that satisfying for you or did you need a parade? Yeah, I still want that parade. I, I'm not a fan of the co-parade. You know, I think the Lakers have, you know, I'm done right. this. You know, they've done this, you know, many times. And I think this is, you know, they have their moment. Dodgers have their moment. Uh, but I just don't see it happening. I mean, what are you going to do? And all-star break, okay, let's have a parade. I mean, I don't see that happening unless they repeat, you know, next year. And, you know, you can do it in, in November of this year. But I just, I wish we had one. But like I said, I, I don't see one happening. No, I agree with you. I, I don't think you, we have a parade unless they win it again next year. My just que- my question is seeing them get their rings, seeing them p- 
raise that banner in opening opening day is that enough satisfaction for 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 you Dodger fans or is it just maybe actually just seeing them win the World Series was well, yeah. was enough because I think you're you have a good point Alonzo I did not think about it. I totally forgot that the Nationals didn't have that well and for me you know I look at it like that ring ceremony again if a parade happens it's just the cherry on top right but it, it was perfectly executed and it, it it tied the moment in just right for me. And also, like you said, I wasn't expecting to get emotional over it, but you know, here I was cutting up tacos in my office, watching the game. It was weird, but, uh, but it's one of those things where it's, it, I feel like the, the Dodgers couldn't have done it any better. And that's the only way to put it because, you know, they, they, they just brought it all back to, you know, they got you thinking about the family stuff. They got all, you know, the, even Will Clark got cheered at Dodger stadium. Yep. Yeah, that, that is true. So, I mean, why, what is it? Why was it so emotional? Is it because it was 32 years in the making or it was it because for the last eight years we've had failure and f- failure after failure. And then when you finally get over that hump as a fan, because yes, I get it. The fans aren't going to have the same reaction as the players who are actually on the field and doing it. Right. But the, the fans are, are emotionally invested in it. You know, in some cases, the fans drive themselves crazier than the players do. The players are the ones that kind of have to talk the fans off the, the ledge and be like, Hey man, it's just a game, you know, and stuff like that. And, you know, when we talked with Adrian Gonzalez, he even said that sometimes when you put so much pressure on yourself, your muscles don't react. You know, fans work themselves up into giant balls of anxiety or you see them. I, I don't know if you guys remember this. There was a great video of a little kid after Kershaw gave up the home runs to the, to the, to the Nationals in the, the 2019 series. This little kid was crying and he was sitting there. I hate Kershaw. I hate Kershaw. Right. And you could see his father was filming him. Right. And here I am. This is this little boy. And I'm like, why is it? Why is he crying? And it hurt him so bad to see his team lose. So is that why it's so emotional for fans? Because we're just so invested in this team and to finally win one it just it's i feel like it does something to you i feel like it's a little bit of column a and column b but it's also a c because the dodgers are one of the rare organizations that's embedded into the subculture of a city that it's one of those things where where it it, it, some people look at oh well it's just sports you idiot like why you getting all you know bent out of shape and then you like do the finger pointing thing because you're triggered that they came at you like that but you know, the, the Dodgers themselves, you know, they're, they're embedded in, in, in the subculture of Los Angeles, no matter how we look at it, right? Um, you know, they represent different neighborhoods, you know, all that jazz, right? So it, it's one of those things where that, you know, and then you throw in the past heartache because of, of uh, even the movement that was created to get the old ownership group out, to get this group in that are trying to do everything and then some to get the championship, right? So it's and also a huge part of it too is Los Angeles, if we're honest, is is tied in with just a winning city. So you know there's pride there as far as that goes as well. So you know it's a whole lot of stuff that just brings the circle back down together because at the end of the day, the irony of it all is it kind of comes back to this family element because your dad was probably a Dodger fan, my dad is a Dodger fan, and then you throw in you know where we're from. 
Fernando Valenzuela, you know, all those things, right? All these historical tie-ins, you know, to where we are, even Hideo Nomo, you know, th that end of it, you know, getting the Japanese fans into it and all that stuff here. It, there's so many underlying things, but it, for me, it, the, a huge thing was, you know, because for years, and Roger can attest to this more, uh, we, we had mediocrity, I guess, is the culture, you know, with the McCourts. And, and, and don't get me wrong, some of those teams during those years were actually pretty good. And they had, you know, decent players that were here. Uh, we had a, a, his name escapes me at the moment for so many years. Uh, for, that was with the Rangers. Um, Adrian Beltre. Adrian Beltre, thank you. I don't know why that name escaped me just now. But anyway, uh, you know, players like that. So it wasn't anything that it, they were just like, oh, my God, they're terrible. They're blowing it. They're doing the Rockies thing. You know what I mean? So it's it, it all ties back into that, though, as far as that goes, is, is L.A., you know, the, the, the Dodgers at least are, are more than just a team, in my opinion. It's it's just one of those things where it's just so embedded in our culture that it makes everyone, you know, go with the highs and go with the lows. And they're all just kind of lingering there in the middle. But I mean, like I said, if there's one person that can talk about that, though, we have the man here, the baby face gimmick himself. So I'll let you go off on a tangent about that. No, I think I think it's everything. Everything I said, but it's, it's, it's for 32 years. I mean, you know, we have you know, grownups, obviously, you know, 30 year olds that have never seen this team win and come so close and the heartache, you know, just getting so close and, and losing. And, you know, so you have all that you have, like I said, you know, these 32 years you have, you know, fans that, like you said, grew up because of their parents, you know, their dads, grandparents, whoever. And, you know, you feel it too, because they're not here no longer with us to see it. You know, my dad, he, the reason I'm a Dodger fan, you know, my dad died in 2016, you know, he didn't get to see them go back to the world series. He didn't get to see them, you know, win it. You know, that's one thing for me, like, you know, you want, man, I wish my dad could see this, you know, cause he, he, you know, he basically, you know, he made me a Dodger fan. So it's like, for me, that's one of the things. And for so many other fans that lost, you know, parents, brothers, sisters, you know, grandparents that, that, you know, you know, basically you know made them Dodger fans and I think that's another thing that for a lot of fans like I said it makes it that emotional tie-in because because of their family that they wish they could have seen this and 32 years it's like how did this team go 32 years without winning I mean it's crazy but you know that all that just all that emotion I think came out that day and when that when that ceremony no, and like no, I said, it's, it's, oh, go it's ahead. funny. It's, it's funny that you bring that up, Roger, because I did see a lot of videos after the Dodgers won. I, I saw a lot of videos. There was one video that I saw where a, uh, a guy was holding what was his father's jersey and the father had passed away. And it was like the minute the Dodgers won, the guy fell to his knees and was crying and he was holding the jersey. And the person who was taking the video explained basically why he was reacting. And it's exactly what Roger just described right now. It's that desire of wanting to have that person there to share with you. Because when you think about it, I, I mean, when you're a sports fan, and in this case, when you're a baseball fan, it's one of the very rare times where you're, we're all united. We're all on the same page. We don't hate each other. We actually, we're rooting for each other we you know you walk up a total stranger you don't even know but because they're wearing dodger gear you give them a high five you know you're just like hey man because you have something in common so there is that bond 
Well, if there's one thing that I miss about going to the ravine that obviously we didn't get to do last year, when the Dodgers score, everyone high fives each other. And, uh, and that's what it doesn't, you may not know those people, like you said, Juan, but everyone's celebrating and high-fiving. And I can only imagine what that would have been like if the Dodgers would have done that when they clinched the world series at the ravine. But, Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that would, I mean, that would have been amazing. Right. But you know, it, it, I, like you said, you, you, you said it well, Roger, it's, it's just a little bit of everything. And that's, and like I said, the Dodgers couldn't have done it any better because they tied it all in, you know, the family aspect with Tommy, uh, Tommy's daughter. Uh, you know, the, the, the city element bringing in, you know, Magic Johnson, even though he got booed Garcetti, you know, they were, they were all there. <laughs> and, uh, and then from there, you know, tying it in and, and humanizing the players too, instead of just looking at them of, of like a, oh, that's 13 year contract superstar Mookie Betts, you know, for 365 million, you know, they, they were able to get these, the, the guy's favorite players. They were able to tie in little anecdotes, you know, uh, my, by the way, before we get too far ahead, my absolute favorite thing about that entire ring ceremony is how uh, Cody, uh, he's won the MVP, right? He's, he's a meme superstar, still waiting on the strain, Cody, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but they skipped over him during the announcements. And so the crowd, yeah, yeah. so he waved to the crowd as David Price was getting introduced. And I thought that was amazing because it's like, damn, they did Cody dirty in front of everyone. But that's one of those things where, where I feel like that was intentional and that was great because all the players enjoyed it. So it's, you know, and, and, and lastly, Max Muncy shoes, if you haven't seen them, go check them out. Uh, there are some Nikes uh, that had Tommy on. Them. And I feel like that was a nice touch by Max, uh, you know, to add Tommy into it. And I believe it said the, 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 the bleed blue, uh, when I die, I'm going to the big Dodger sky quote, I think is what what's on those shoes too. So, I mean, it, it was just, all the guys, the guys did a great job, but most importantly, the Dodgers did a fantastic job. And then they, I feel like they, like I said, they couldn't have done any better. Uh, but I'll, oh, go ahead. Babyface, were you going to say something? No, I'm good. Why, I do have a question for you guys before sure. we wrap this up. So Ross Stripling was traded in yeah. 2020, right? Yeah. Does he get a ring? Uh, yes, yes he should. If you get traded at the deadline, you, you get a ring. Okay, so we know that when Jock Peterson comes, you know, when the Cubbies are in town, he'll get his ring. Right. Uh, I think Dylan Floro, he got traded to the Marlins, right? Yes. So basically any of those guys who were with the Dodgers but aren't with the Dodgers but are are with the National League team are going to get their rings this year. Guys like Stripling, guys like Geeky. When are they going to get their rings? Because if they're going to wait until they come, the, the Red Sox, I don't think, come for another three years. I actually don't know the protocol on that. Robert said they might look into Anaheim. Maybe when they come play the Angels, they might send a rep over or something. Oh, okay. Give them their rings over there. Because they, they asked him about that, about all those guys, you know, Kike. And he said, oh, you know, when we play them this year. And they're like, oh, you don't play some of those guys. We take them to Anaheim. And then he said, yeah, we'll, we'll look into that. So yeah, maybe- I, I, I didn't know a protocol on that either at all um because i i just know that the tradition is it's when you come to the ballpark is, is how they go about it but i've actually myself have wondered oh what do they do if you know the dude is in tampa and you don't play them until maybe the world series the, so, the one that's going to be interesting is Baez because uh astros come to town in august <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> oh, that's right that's yeah. that Petey yeah. went there you know, I tried to buy tickets already for that series, and tickets are not available yet on the Dodger website for that series. I expect there to be a lot of security, especially yes. after the reaction down in Anaheim to the Astros. 
when they show up to LA, that is going to be a hell of a series. And, and uh, I can't wait for that. And we might be at full capacity by then. Okay, so going back to the capacity thing, do you yeah. also think part of what made that ceremony emotional was the fact that even though we weren't at full capacity, that we had fans in the stands for that and that we're getting closer to some semblance of the new normal? Uh, so I feel like if there would have been no fans there, they just wouldn't have done it, like the Nationals. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and the Nationals also couldn't do it because the delay. But... Um, but as far as the, the fans go, I mean, even if it would have been, we'll say 5,000 fans, that would have been well worth it, you know, just because, again, without those fans, it's just not a thing. And you know what? And in respect to the Anaheim fans for being vocal against the Astros, because if we're honest, you know, the Angels didn't, didn't do anything, right? They didn't make it to the postseason. They didn't get robbed, per se, by the Astros. But – they're doing whatever, you know, they're, they're saying it louder for everyone in the back and what to do when the Astros come to town and respect to them, mad, mad respect to that fan base, uh, especially the guy that threw the inflatable garbage can onto the field. Um, that, that for me is one of the better, the better, uh, better bits that throwing the actual garbage on the field. Let's not do that, but you know, definitely Which, take garbage. Can. Rumor has it was a Dodger fan. Oh, the garbage can. If, the, the if, garbage you, on the field? if you see the social media pictures, the guy is wearing a Dodger hat. Oh. So I am curious to see how many of those people down in Anaheim that were doing the active booing were actual Dodger fans. But babyface, I wanted to go back to you. Do, do you think the fact that we had fans in the stands made it more emotional because we are getting closer to some semblance of the new normal? Yeah, I mean, even if it was, what was it, 11,000 fans? Um, you know, having them fans, I mean, and you, 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 you'd hear it, you know, when Kershaw came out that place erupted I mean for 11,000 fans they were pretty loud you know just um finally being able to cheer Kershaw for being a champion you know and and, and Julio when he came out you know that place I mean obviously it would have been you know deafening if it would have been you know 50,000 but did you say there was only 11,000 ocean was let out by those yeah it was, it was about 11,000 right I believe somewhere in there I thought it was up to 15 but yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, was going to say that's a loud eleven thousand fans. Yeah, I mean it was still low. I mean they're they're at, they're like at twenty percent or something like that. And they can't get to the full to the full um the full, full number because yeah because they can't they can't uh, do the the seating with enough distancing so they're actually oh, still right. under. But yeah, I mean just for what they had, I mean you know all those fans. I think everybody watching was kind of channeling those fans you know as as these players were introduced and you know i think that that was you know it was awesome to see that you know just you know giving giving those players you know those ovations and and i will say this too just as we wrap this up i'm glad that vince scully didn't MC any of that stuff if you will i'm glad that they gave that moment to joe just because it it, it's almost like a, a passing of the the of the, the torch. torch yeah and and that was and again i mean it's all classed by the dodgers right but but that for me that was one of those cool things you know that that they didn't you know and not to say that i don't think vin would step on his toes or anything like that but you know i know a lot of people were asking for vin to do that and that was super cool that, that they just went with joe doing it that i feel like that was a, a nice move by them it, it it was kind of surprising that you didn't see vin scully at all 
for on for anything there that day. And yeah, it kind of does show, you know, this is, you know, it is a new time, a new era, you know, and it's, and it's Joe Davis. And I mean, when you look to and listen to the Joe Davis promos, I mean, I mean, Joe, Joe Davis is just so good. I mean, you, you hear those promos that he does that in sports and LA starts and, and Joe's narrating. I mean, he's just really, really good. I mean, we're, we're, we're in really good hands. Oh, we're so I mean, we're spoiled. We're we're spoiled. We're going from Vin Scully to Joe Davis. Now, will Joe Davis have the same long run that Vin Scully had? Uh, that that I don't know. But we are spoiled to go from Vin Scully to Joe Davis because there are going to be sooner or later. I think the Dodgers do a really good job of embracing their history. Um, there are some players in uh, that have played for the Dodgers that I wish they would embrace more. Uh, you know, <clears throat> Pedro Guerrero. Uh, but um, <laughs> but I get it. They have their reasoning. But there's going to come a point where there's going to be some fans who aren't going to know who Vin Scully is. So, uh, you know, it, it's it's a nice balance that they're going to it's a tricky balance that they're going to have to manage. But I, I agree with you guys. I think it's it's good that they gave it to Joe. No. And and again, it, no, no matter how we go about it, it was it was a, just a class, class thing by the Dodgers. So I, I, I couldn't be prouder. But most importantly, we celebrated, and that's what matters with fans there. But on that note, we will uh, wrap up this episode of the Bleed Los podcast. Uh, you can always follow us at Dodgers Beat, and uh, and again, thank you for always listening, subscribing, and rating us. And we will catch you in the next episode. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube